Welcome to the OCE Eatly Podcast. This is Brett. I'm Lolita. And this is Amy. This is the first episode of OCE Eatly where we're going to discuss everything good, bad, weird, possibly smelly. Hopefully good smell. Not bad smell. <laughs> but um, even more about the OC and possibly at times the Southern California, the California, maybe the United States, and even larger food scene. Um, this could cover everything from dining out, eating in, um, backpacking meals, food trucks, uh, just everything food. Uh, we all love food here. I, I hope that you do too as a listener. And I think there's a lot to talk about. And um, yeah, we're, we're just going to kind of take it from there. We're always open to suggestions and uh, feedback from our listeners, which I know there are many of. Um, but uh, that's uh, what we're all about. Now, want to also introduce a Bit of a shameless plug. Um, OC Eatly is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. And if you have an educational goal at UCI DCE, we're here to help. We have over 60 different certificate and specialized studies programs, and we've helped over a quarter of a million adult learners reach their goals. We are here to help you reach yours too. Dream big, take risks, and be amazing. Just so our listeners know, uh, Lolita, Amy, myself, we all work together. We've all gone out to lunch. We've gone to dinners. We've had staff breakfasts in the campus dining halls, which are some of our favorite meals. Unlimited French toast and bacon is hard to deny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Omelet bars, waffle station, the like. Brett's favorite. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, And so, you haven't seen the waffle station? No. Oh, yeah. It comes with, like, spray-on butter. You can put whatever you want in the waffle batter. Wow. You literally just take, like, a jug of waffle batter yep. and pour and it onto pour the, it in there. the waffle thing. Yep. I think that was one of my most favorite discoveries is coming to college is that there was a waffle station in our dining hall. They did, like, a late-night thing, too, with the waffles, where it would be, like, 11 p.m., 11.30 p.m., and on finals week, you can make your own waffles. So good. I clearly went to the wrong... <laughs> I go in there now for lunch and I see these students like covering a waffle at like 1 p.m. with all this syrup and <laughs> like uh, chocolate. I'm like, dude, I can't get on that level right now. But that's what they um, call it the freshman 15, whatever, freshman 40, 20, 30, yeah, yeah. 20. Um, but really, food is everything. There's something everybody can bond over. Um, we're passionate about good food. We're passionate about learning what's out there. And um, we're really all lucky enough to live in a melting pot of culture. That's Irvine and that's Orange County. So it affords us a, a large range of options to choose from. Um, and I uh, just kind of want to kick it off. Uh, Lolita, Amy, uh, any fun adventures this week in food? Uh, notable experiences in the kitchen, outside? <laughs> None for Lolita. Absolutely. Yeah, not for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lolita's too busy wedding planning. Can we go? Yeah, All right. All right. So my husband and I are always trying to find new places. And my husband and I like places that are, they don't necessarily have to be the best fine dining or the worst dining there is. <laughs> we try to look for places that we can kind of, that they can kind of become our own. And uh, we've been dying to try this Colombian restaurant in San Clemente for the longest time. It's called La Colombiana. The place has rave reviews. We've noticed them for a long time. Uh, So we decided to go in. It's probably 
no bigger than one of our conference rooms, and that includes the kitchen and the bar. Oh, okay. Wow. And then there's like four, four or five tables outside. It's a good sign. You can make reservations, but you almost feel like it's the kind of place where you don't want to have to make. Like you want to just go. Yeah. You'll wait. Sure. You'll sure. wait. So we stroll up. There's no tables available. Uh, they seat us at the bar. I'm sitting next to. Uh, uh, a very pleasant woman who I came to find out was the owner. Okay. She oh, just wow. comes to the restaurant every night and tells her stories to everyone. Her name's Eddie. Wow. She nice. grew up in Colombia. She's been here for, she's lived in San Clemente for, I think, 20 years. Wow. Her son helped her open the restaurant, and the menu's all handpicked by her. That's Excellent. Amazing. And something I didn't know, because when I think about Latin American food, I think about spicy or mm-hmm. this place, yeah. there's... The menu's one page. It's not very long. Okay. They do a lot of slow-cooked meats, tamale, mm. um, yucca Braised fries, which are unbelievable. I've never yeah, had a yucca yeah. fry in my Oof. life. Uh, and the special, the very, very special thing is the arepa. And the okay. arepa is their f- version of like a bread to eat with your meal. Huh. It's made from corn. It looks like a pancake. Yeah. Sometimes they put cheese in it. Eddie okay. puts Kinda cheese like in hers. Kind of like a pupusa. Yes. And the... That sounds so good. Is, yeah. It's delicious. And so while you're sitting there talking to her, her granddaughters are servers there. They're Very as sweet cool. as they can possibly be. Yeah, I there's mean, something to be said about like a family restaurant, family business. Yeah. You have such a good yeah. feeling when you're there. Like you just, I don't know what it is. There's like one cook in the back and maybe someone else helping <laughs> bus tables and that's it. They have beer from Colombia. Um, she was telling us a story about when she first opened and the food inspector came in and he wanted to see all of her canned food and all of the, you know, the prepackaged foods that mm-hmm. she would be using. Yeah, she's sorry, like, don't have it. Don't have any. Everything comes with you know, slices of tomato, onion, and then the sauce is called ahi. Okay. I think it's called ahi. It's green. And it's basically a mixture of vinegar, tons of scallion, Yum. garlic, yeah, yeah. and peppers. And you... It's very liquidy, but you don't care. Mm-hmm. You just pour it. <laughs> because the real flavor is in that. Everything sure. else is all I, the only way I can describe it is, is home cooked food. Yeah. Like yeah. you feel like you're having homemade food. This is called La Colombiana? La Colombiana. In San Clemente. San Clemente so has a bunch of really good restaurants. They it's do. It's kind yeah. of like a, a hidden gem down there. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I think it's called Riders Club, which yeah. is the burger spot down there. Yeah, I've been to Riders Club, so delicious. Where in San Clemente is uh, La Colombiana? Would you, how could you describe it? It's on that main drag, and I can't. The one that parallels the freeway. Okay. I can't think of the name. I think I know. It's just literally right off the freeway. It's actually across the street from Riders Club. Avenida Estrella. Oh, okay. Something, something like that. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. One of the Avenidas. But it's right across the street from Riders Club. Okay. Yeah. And. I think when a restaurant actually pairs their food with the uh, beer like the national beer, mm-hmm. uh, that's like an extra special touch too. Yeah. You know, whenever I go traveling, you don't want to go travel and find a restaurant to get like a Bud Light there or something right. that you're just going to get in California. Mm-hmm. Yep. You want to try like whether it's uh, Chang yeah. or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like a Vietnamese beer. Yeah. Um, and if you can just experience that here close to home, uh, definitely makes it more of a, of a special time. But. Oh, yeah. Okay, very cool. I highly, I highly recommend visiting Eddie. She's hysterical too. She'll tell you, she'll tell you stories all day. She'll tell you how she doesn't understand American food. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't really understand what a sandwich was. I don't think anybody understands American food. <laughs> <laughs> what is American food? Is the question. Yeah. What is American food? I, I think just hot dog and hamburger. That's how. I but hamburger. Think about it. Too. German mm-hmm. word. Yeah. Right. That's true. Somehow started 
somewhere in Eastern Europe somewhere. Yeah. Right? The but I think like corn on the cob, is that an American food? Mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah, mac and cheese, corn on like the cob. Ribs. I don't think you could find, yeah, ribs. So like Southern barbecue. Yeah. Yeah, Southern yeah. barbecue is pretty American. Mashed yeah. potatoes. Yeah. I, actually, I have to take back an earlier statement. I do understand American food. And I, <laughs> and I love it. Yeah. Grilled cheese. Uh, that's good. We're, cheese. we're on barbecue. Five. I actually went to the uh, Long Beach Barbecue Fest this weekend. Ooh. Um, I didn't even know there was such a thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's put on by the same people who put on like the Long Beach Zombie Fest. Long Beach, oh, like steampunk fest, like there are, are all of these like public events that take place down in Long Beach around Rainbow Harbor, okay. um, Shoreline Village area. It's close to Queen Mary and, and the Pike, That's kind awesome. of like yeah, yeah. a smorgasbord of uh, things going on down there. But they have these uh, nationally recognized barbecue vendors that they've uh, recruited for this festival, which takes place once a year. Oh, they also put on a lobster fest too. Same organizers, but oh. um, the barbecue fest was delicious. Uh, we loved the food. I had this, um, I'm trying to think what it is called. <laughs> uh, not quite. It's on the tip of my tongue right now, but I was able to convince my uh, vegetarian-leaning wife to have it with me, so <laughs> you know it was good. It was brisket. I don't know why that was so hard for me <laughs> to come up with, but um, just the uh, softest, like juiciest brisket oh, that you can imagine. You know, like the type so. that just falls apart. Like oh you just gosh. don't even need a knife to eat it. You I just put your fork in. Stringy meat that when I was so kid. Good. Stringy meat. Yeah. So delicious brisket. Um, and they had Hawaiian style barbecue chicken. Mm. There was actually mm. like a. Uh, large pig on a, uh, a spit oh. just like roasting over a fire like and it's a little close to home all of the all of the different types of barbecue that you can imagine oh, at, at the festival so, so remind you of what you're eating yeah uh, it was packed we were fortunate enough to have a, a shaded spot under one of the easy ups that they had posted up because we brought our little baby too so it was close to a fiasco with the heat and and the sun but uh, we had a really good time um but uh, yeah, that's so American back, food. Back, yeah, yeah, that, might that be is what American our American food, food is. Yeah. Plus the grilled cheese. Plus the grilled cheese. With fried chicken. People try to get fancy with a grilled cheese. I'd say fried chicken. I don't. I don't think you can really find fried chicken anywhere else. When I was in Vietnam, there are these like uh, American food uh, restaurants starting to open up, and they have fried chicken. And oh wow. Corn. Um, but uh, the Korean. There's like Korean, Korean style chicken. fried chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Japanese like karagi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, everybody's doing it. They just put their own flair to it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a fried chicken spot in Long Beach I want to go to called Gus's. So maybe on the next show we'll talk Ooh. about Gus's. Have you heard about Gus's, Lolita? I've heard of it. I okay. haven't been yet either. Yeah, I haven't been yet. Yeah. I don't know if they named it Gus's after Breaking Bad, like oh. Gustavo. Wait, is it relatively new? It's Yeah, I think is, within right? the last year they yeah. opened up. It's getting tons of positive oh, that reviews. Could be the case then. Yeah, it's kind of funny. They could have just named it Los Pollos Hermanos, which is the name of my hockey team also, by the way. Another shameless plug. (laughs) (laughs) Follow us on Instagram. (laughs) Uh, Two-time Lebeda Cup champions. Speaking of fried chicken, we all went and had fried chicken. Ah, We had Crack Shack. Crack Shack. In, is that Newport? Costa Mesa. Costa Mesa, Mesa. 17th Street. So, thoughts? I liked it. I liked it a lot. That was my second time. It's delicious. Yeah. Yeah. And what also is delicious is the too. 17 dipping sauces oh, to yeah. choose from. Yeah. They actually have a sauce station, an entire mm-hmm. like 15 foot long section of countertop with mm-hmm. these sauce dispensers. It's almost like a sauce tap. And it's all <laughs> clean all yep. the time. 
I would cool. recommend maybe going when it's a little bit cooler, though, because there's no air, <laughs> air conditioning there. No, we don't there. have a problem receiving yeah, air. Yeah, it was, it was pretty warm that day, but it was so good. Bad yeah. circulation inside, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. and now, did anyone have the biscuits? Did any of you have the biscuits? Oh, I did no. not. Okay, next time. It's Because they serve it with miso maple butter something Ooh. like that yeah i don't know it's like crack I, hence the name i guess <laughs> see so the first time i went we ordered one sandwich and then the fried chicken and i felt like i forgot what what sandwich it was that i had ordered but i felt like the fried chicken definitely outweighed the sandwich for me mm. i don't know yeah i think i did the opposite the first time i went i had just the fried chicken plain and mm-hmm. this time around i had Purist. a sandwich mm-hmm. and uh i Enjoyed the sandwich a little bit more. Um, not to say like the fried chicken was bad, yeah. but I felt like there were more. Um, there was more. There was more dynamic to have a sandwich. There were more flavors, not just a fried chicken flavor. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you know, another thing I, I think that stood out to me uh, in this restaurant was some of the decor. It had a really cool concept. It, it felt like you were in a open air uh, like restaurant garage. Uh, there were these big barn door or kind of like garage doors that opened up on both ends. Yeah. They had a cornhole field set up in one end. And mm-hmm. um, what were the posters? That there were these crazy graphic posters on the on the, the sides. With the chicken head. Yes, all of <laughs> these the famous pop culture oh, yeah. uh, photographs. Yeah. With, they replaced yeah. the heads and all yep. these people with. Big, big chicken heads. Yeah, yep. I think well, the booths were supposed to be chicken coops. Yes, they the booths the chicken were chicken booths. And then there was a giant chicken in the front, too. Yeah. Like, right after you order and you walk in. A huge chicken. Huge, yeah. Like, we're talking 15, uh, 12, 15 feet tall. <laughs> yes. And for nighttime enjoyment, I noticed they have at least 40 taps they do. of beer over there. I also have another uh, restaurant hack for this place, which one of the servers actually told me. If you guys ever go and it's packed which I've seen when I've been uh, driven by there, is a line that goes around the the corner. The line literally wraps the building, so you're standing in the sun for like 20 minutes before you can even place your order. You can order food from the bar. Go to the bar. My husband and I eat at the bar 99% of the time in restaurants. I just told you about that with the La Colombiana. Oh, we're sorry. There's a 45-minute wait. Uh, Is there anything available at the bar? We'll eat at the bar. Yeah, it's first come, first serve. (laughs) I actually had a bad experience with that tactic once at Gulfstream in Corona del Mar. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, bars usually serve yourself. It's first come, first serve. Uh Um, And my wife and I waited uh, like hawks in front of a bar (laughs) spot for like 40 minutes on our feet. And this is uh, faster than like an hour and a half wait was going to be for a table. And so we're literally standing next to this high top in the bar for 40 minutes, just watching it, watching it, waiting for the people to uh, leave. The people leave, we sit down, somebody actually comes out and asks us for a a drink order, so we place a drink order, and then one of the hostess walks over to the high top that we had just waited for and plops a reserved sign on our high top that we've already sat down at, got drinks at, and has to come and pulls a manager over and tells us that unfortunately this high top was reserved. Are you serious? That's the same in Laguna Beach, the rooftop. Have you guys been to the rooftop? It's a hotel. Lido House, I think. Camino. Oh, that's the new one. Oh, my God. Yeah, we, were, we, were ir- we were irate. This is when my wife was still pregnant, so she was like, <laughs> enraged, especially around food. And uh, it really rubbed us the wrong way about Gulfstream, which is usually like a really good restaurant, and they have yeah. Uh, yeah, quality is. service. And, you know, they compensated for our frustration by giving us a free $30 kale salad, 
which shouldn't have been $30 to begin with, but... Uh, <laughs> Not for kale. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, they definitely tried to make it better, uh, but... Yeah, so on that tactic, I don't think that Crack Shack would pull that on you. They seem to be just like a little bit more easygoing. Yeah. Yes. But, um, yeah. So Crack Shack, fried chicken. Wow, what a tangent. Grilled cheese. Grilled cheese. Grilled cheese, cheese. <laughs> Grilled cheese which is, let me go a little deeper with this. <laughs> it's American cheese and white bread and butter. And that's it. Some places want to get fancy with the grilled cheese. They want to do Gruyere. Brie. They want yeah. to put three cheeses. Yeah. I don't yeah. want three cheeses, yeah. and I don't want some fancy bread. I want white <laughs> bread, ideally Not on a flat free. top. Not like a, a gluten-free bread. No. <laughs> ideally cooked on a flat top, like where burgers and, mm-hmm. and grilled onions go. Uh-huh. So you get those little particles and flavor. Oh, oh yeah. The butter. Not like a foreman. Brushed, <laughs> where all the juices drip down. I don't want the juices to drip down. Who, would have, the who thought that was going to be a good way to cook anything? George Foreman. Oh, George, stick to boxing. <laughs> or stick to daytime TV shows. Um, but, uh, well, let's see. Kind of moving on. Um, Lolita, wh- what have you been up to this week? This week, honestly, I uh, haven't been doing much. <laughs> <laughs> you had the thing today. The juice from the place. Oh, um, yes, I did. Describe. It yes, looked I very did. helpful. It was very good. I went to helpful. Avocado Cafe. Oh, awesome. Little uh-huh. spot, hidden yes. gem. Yes. I um, didn't know. Yeah. That's now I know. That's why I listened to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes. Jamboree and Campus. <laughs> uh, very small spot next to a pho place and also now a pizza Mediterranean place as well. Mm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they're open mostly in the morning. They do brunches. They have sandwiches. They have really good breakfast. And they have juices. And uh, earlier today, I picked up a spicy ginger juice. Oh, I yeah. love ginger-based juices. Me too. It's so good. Yeah. Amy no, said it looked st- scary. <laughs> it looked a little foamy at the top. But <laughs> ginger in your stomach in will too. be very settled. Oh, my God. It's ginger so good. very good. It's so good. Go to uh, Mother's Market and get a ginger shot there. I love the Do yourself a favor. Mother's Market, too. Yeah. yeah. Ginger turmeric, too. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. It'll warm your heart and your stomach. <laughs> All right. But, yeah, if I'm ever feeling under the weather, that's what I, I go to. That's why. I, I was a little snuffly this morning, so I was like, I'm just going to go get some ginger. Nice. Yeah. And now you're cured. Now I'm better. You look very well. And you're fine this afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, there's somewhere I wanted to share with you guys. And uh, this is a restaurant that is literally just so stunning on Instagram. It's become Insta-famous in the Long Beach community. All the different Long Beach cultural Instagrams like... um, what to do in Long Beach, Long Beach Eyes, uh, Beach City Foods. Uh, they've been raving about Amatoli in downtown Long Beach, which is uh, Middle Eastern. I believe it's owned by Lebanese people. Um, don't quote me on that, but it definitely is like a, a traditional Middle Eastern restaurant. Mm. Beautiful venue. It's right off of Broadway in downtown Long Beach, so it's close to like Congregation Ale House, close to Beachwood Barbecue, mm-hmm. um, kind of like that square, which is yeah. really blowing up. And they did a great job with the venue. The ambiance inside is so cool. Um, Really like top-notch materials, uh, tables and er chairs, and everything was very clean. Um, So the ambiance matched the look of the food. But Natalie and I are are pretty critical of uh, Middle Eastern food. Like Natalie's mom just makes incredible uh, Middle Eastern Armenian food. We love Open Sesame down on Belmont Shore. Uh, I know, Amy, you've spoken oh, yes. highly of Open Sesame. Been going there for many moons. Open Sesame, if you don't know, is a, a small Lebanese restaurant that has been so successful on 2nd Street that 
they were actually able to open up another open sesame two doors down from the original open sesame and both of these restaurants on like any given friday or saturday will be very busy um it's it's rare that a restaurant will be so successful that they just open up another one like uh, as neighbors and i think they have separate kitchens they're still consistent too so um Open Sess has set a high bar for Middle Eastern or Lebanese food in Long Beach, and we were really excited to try Amatoli. And um, first impressions were positive. Uh, food took a l- little longer to come out than we would have expected, but they're new and, and they have a smaller yeah they have a smaller kitchen staff. It looked like, but um, from the very get go, as soon as the food landed, we knew some things were up. Um, <laughs> I ordered a half chicken. And, uh, and you got a quarter chicken? I mean, yeah, <laughs> I did. I don't even think it. Yeah, oh, I, really? I did. I ordered oh, a half chicken and we got a quarter chicken. We got a mm. breast and we got a wing. So that is a quarter chicken. That's a quarter chicken. And so I told the guy, uh, our server, who was serving the entire restaurant, I said, oh, you know, I, I think I actually ordered. And, you know, if, if we paid for a, a half chicken or excuse me, if we paid for just a quarter chicken, like that's cool. But I just, you know, want to make sure we get what it paid for. It's the type of place where you pay at the front and the food comes mm-hmm. out. And so uh, he says, oh, yeah, my bad, my bad. And instead of bringing out the uh, accompanying uh, missing chicken parts, which in this case would be, I think, a thigh and a leg, like. he brought back out another breast and a, and a wing. <laughs> and uh, I didn't say anything at that point. It's the back half of the, yeah. back half of the chicken. I don't know. Is that still half? It's a half. It it's is still, still a half, half technically, <laughs> but pieces. I don't think that if they were going to do a half originally, they would have brought out two Another. breasts and, yeah. and two wings. But, but was it tasty? Uh, it was dry. That's too bad. Oh. It had a nice it had a nice skin, and, and the flavor on the Chicken's skin was tough. good. But, mm. yeah, it was, it was definitely overcooked, uh, dry, or it had just been cooked earlier and, and been sitting somewhere waiting mm. for somebody to order it. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I love to cook chicken myself, so that also makes me a little bit more of a critic. But uh, yeah, we, we definitely won't be getting the chicken there again. Uh, we had some other dishes like uh, just rice pilaf that accompanied the chicken. And I didn't know that you actually could have crunchy rice pilaf, which was the case. So um, either it was yesterday, it was the previous day's rice pilaf that had kind of hardened in the refrigerator or it was just slightly overcooked. But um, another thing that was a bummer, we ordered like an Israeli salad. I forget what it was on, what was named on their menu, but um, the Israeli salad had so many tomatoes in it and actually mangoes that it was almost more like a, a pico. <laughs> it was pico with cucumber. Like an Israeli salad is uh, typically like, like olive oil, nasty. vinegar, um, cucumber, mainly cucumber, and like a little bit of uh, tomato. Yeah. But uh, this was almost just like a pico and you add a little bit of cucumber. Uh, pico with mango, like a mango like pico a with cucumber. Definitely a fail there. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, we're going to talk a, lo- a lot about different restaurants, I think, over the course of this podcast. And we may even share some uh, negative Yelp reviews or mean Yelp reviews, which not maybe we will in a little <laughs> bit. But uh, we just kind of want to reiterate all of these places. You should always be the judge of yourself. Uh, Agreed. Yeah. This is just our experience. This opinion is also not endorsed by the university in any form. (laughs) Um, But we always encourage you, and and we want to share these places because uh, I think everybody has their own personal taste, and you might get something out of a restaurant that we didn't necessarily catch. Mm -hmm. Um, The shining light of Amatoli was that they had a really strong beef kafta. 
Uh, so this is where they take like the shredded beef and they mix it with a bunch of different herbs and spices, usually garlic and cumin. And, and that did actually make us smile a little bit. So um, if I were to go back, possibly with meet a friend there for lunch, I would probably just stick to the beef kafta, uh, maybe get a gyro sandwich, uh, which we had, which, which we did not try. But uh, yeah, hmm. thoughts, questions, comments? <laughs> so you'd go back. You'd give it another shot. Uh, with a friend. I would go back with somebody other than my wife. <laughs> she has a shorter fuse for these types of uh, experiences. Um, we probably won't go back together, but if somebody wants to meet downtown and uh, the other options are feeling tired, I think we'd go back. There's another good Middle Eastern restaurant downtown, George's Greek, which is another Long Beach staple. Oh, yeah. um, Was that the one on 2nd Street? Uh, George's has a location on 2nd Street. Mm, they also have a location on Pine, mm-hmm. which... Uh, they do wedding catering. That's how I had heard about them. Nice. Yeah. Oh, see? I, I would wedding. enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, George's is also uh, in Lakewood, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's what's nice about Long Beach is you've got a, t- a lot of options. But uh, speaking of, if you do go to George's, you can actually order flaming cheese. So, Ooh. Yeah. Mm. So I think that's called souvlaki. They literally light the cheese on fire on your plate. Right. Yeah. That sounds cool. Um, that sounds delicious. I thought they put ouzo. I want to say they put ouzo on it. They may. At George's, and that's what they light. But it is a slice of cheese, though. Oh, yeah. But yeah, covered in ouzo? Mm, I think that's what the, the flaming, the, huh. the... It's an oil? In, in, what do you call that when you have to light a flame? An, Incendiary? I, something <laughs> like that. But, and I think I've mentioned this to you guys before, if you want a great Lebanese experience, mm-hmm. I know you live in Long Beach, yeah. but San Juan Capistrano is home to the Olives Branch. Oh, yes, yeah, Which is we a fantastic experience. Yeah. Yeah. On this... There's one in Irvine. I think oh, there's, there's one there's, in Irvine now. Yeah, and that one I think is like an express. That's like Olive Express, right? Right, oh, yeah. and which same food, but if you go down to the the main restaurant, boy, boy, you get treated well. They have all you were talking about, you know, beer from the country. Yeah. Alcohol, they have Lebanese wine that you can't get anywhere else. Absolutely. The food's delicious. The service is great. They have belly dancers on the weekend. Okay. If you enjoy that sort of thing, they have an attached hookah lounge. They have a DJ that comes at night. Wow, yes. this place sounds huge. And plays yes. a lot of Middle Eastern music <laughs> and shows the videos of it. Yeah, and you yeah. Can watch that oh while you're God. enjoying your hookah and dessert. I love it. I love these types of places. Yeah, if you want to make the trek, it's definitely worth it. There's probably like a linoleum dance floor somewhere in the restaurant <laughs> with like trim and the carpet comes right up to the dance floor. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you could and rent this, it out. And the owner is the one I was telling you about on Yelp who actually responds to reviews, the mean, the mean negative tweets. reviews. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, and has caught people. Calling them out. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. I was there that night, and that did not happen like you said it did. But I appreciate the feedback. (laughs) Yeah. Which I think is awesome that people stand up for their... Not everybody responds to their... No, it's a little bit of uh, Yelp justice, which I think Mm -hmm. is important. Yeah. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Uh, So speaking of Yelp, this is one of our favorite segments of the show. Uh, (laughs) You may have heard of mean tweets, but we like to put a foodie twist on on that concept. And uh, I think right now we're calling it... uh, Mean Yelp reviews or just mean reviews. We'll um, get more creative with that soon. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll uh, we're open to suggestions too. On yeah, what we from can, our, what yeah, we from our name, audience, definitely. What we'll name these segments, but uh, this is where we're going to highlight somewhere we've been. So we want to speak from experience when we can reflect on these uh, reviews. But uh, some of these could be funny, possibly harsh, but they're notable on re- online reviews. And since we were talking about Anatoly last, let me just pop right into my. Uh, selection here. 
And this is a three-star review from unknown user. (laughs) (laughs) I know that person. (laughs) Anatolian, Long Beach. This is literally the slowest place I have ever been to. That's pretty. That's the a pretty outrageous state. statement. The slowest ever. Slowest. So, <laughs> the slowest place. Literally. The slowest. <laughs> Literally. I waited 45 minutes on my lunch hour to get two Euro sandwiches. Wow. When I first walked in, there were only three people. I got there at 11.30 before the lunch rush so I could get my food and go. They were so disorganized. They were so disorganized people that got in 20 minutes. Oh, I think they're missing a comment there. <laughs> Let me just add a comment. They were so disorganized, comma, (laughs) people that got in 20 minutes after me were getting their food. When I mentioned this to the waitress, she just stared at me with this awkward smile. I waited for literally 45 minutes. No sorry for the wait, sir. Here's some hummus. No sorry you waited so long. I'll take 10% off the bill. Absolutely nothing. Just a weird, awkward smile. The food wasn't bad. It was just okay. I work in downtown LA and eat a lot of Mediterranean food, and this food was okay, but greatly overpriced, just like most things in downtown Long Beach. All right, unknown user, how did you go from downtown LA to downtown Long Beach on (laughs) your lunch one hour, and you waited 45 minutes? Things aren't adding up here. Nope. So we're gonna take him down a peg. I believe that it was slow, but it wasn't the slowest place he's literally (laughs) ever been to. We could start tracking these reviewers down and start pulling up some of their other reviews, too. That would be great. But <laughs> maybe we even start following them and we do like a feature um, <laughs> just on specific uh, Yelp users. I know one of us is Yelp Elite. Was. <gasps> what? Did you yeah. lose your ranking, Lolita? I did. Wow, I did. life I must have finally caught up to you. I know. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> got engaged. Yeah. Yes. Password ends. There you go. <laughs> It's true. That's where I actually have to learn how to cook. Life changes. <laughs> uh, too. So speaking of Lolita, do you want to kind of take us to our next restaurant? Sure, sure. So I frequently go to this place uh, kind of near my house, and I, I visit there a lot with friends after work or family, and it's called Kaju Soft Tofu. And uh, it's kind of in the, I think it's Jeffrey Walnut Plaza. There's a 99 Ranch Market in yeah. there. Uh, there used to be an SW in there. It's across the street from a and Yeah, yeah, across yeah. the street from, That's a whole from that place. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that plaza is a, a whole other story in itself. <laughs> so um, this review is from Emilia S. First, all caps, I would like to make sure everyone knows that I don't go out of my way to write. So when I do this, I really want to express what I have been victim of. I love it when people start off like this. It's so dramatic. Oh, my gosh. Young man server. Listen up. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I have never, ever seen such an atrocious server in my entire life. The amount of mistakes you have made during my time at the restaurant, you must have set a record. (laughs) Every time you came to my table, I felt as if you were doing a favor for me. Hey, get your head out of your egotistical butt and learn some manners. The food. The soon tofu at the Garden Grove was great, so that's why my family and I decided to visit here also on our way back home from a tiring trip. This restaurant really took our relaxed state and threw it out the window with the burnt ribs, dirty utensils, and dirty cups. (laughs) 
if it was all up to me, I would stand outside of this restaurant, begging everyone who dares to enter this establishment to gather their belongings and go to McDonald's instead. Wow. <laughs> wow. Very hard. That's a fun, I mean, I give that review its own rating. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a quality review. Very harsh. It's good writing. It's, it's, I mean, it's to be. Yeah. 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 Commended. There was yeah. passion. There, there was a lot There's of passion. Character development. <laughs> Young man. There was a climax. There's yeah. a climax. Yeah. There's yeah. a resolution. <laughs> yes. But have you eaten here before, Lolita? I have. I've been, I've been there many times. Okay. Um, I've never had that experience. I mean, in general, my expectations for Asian restaurants are lower to begin with because, mm-hmm. you know, that's just a, a service thing. Um, but I've, I've overall had very good experience there. Um, and the servers have been nothing but nice to me. There is a young yeah. man that works there, and he was nice to me. I don't know if it was the same young man that Amelia S. was referring <laughs> he to. to. pull his head out of his Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Egotistical butt. Big. I didn't know you could have one that right. was egotistical. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. I, I think what uh, really stands out to me is the fact that they were actually victimized. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I am a victim. They were victimized by, a, choice by I a business. To yes. go out to eat. <laughs> oh, man. Is it my turn? Yeah. Okay, so with this one, and I think I was talking to you about this earlier, Brett, with this one, I I wanted to review a place, again, that I've been, Mm -hmm. but a place that I might never check a Yelp review for because I've been so many times. This, in this case, it's a fast food type establishment, which, I mean, Mm -hmm. if you look up any fast food establishment, I mean, quite frankly, unless it's an In-N-Out or something Mm -hmm. of the sort, five guys maybe, you're going to get one star. One and a half stars for brands that are all over the world, like McDonald's or Burger King or whatever. So yeah. I chose Witch Witch because I frequent Witch Witch at lunch because they have these things where you can turn a sandwich into a bowl. Nice. And then yeah, I've, my colleague Michelle doesn't week, have to I, yeah. talk to me about carbs and how they're the downfall <laughs> Bread, of society. Inflammation. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Right. Shh. I'd rather not hear it. <laughs> Get the bowl. So... Busy P, that's the Yelper, gave it a one-star review. Busy P is quite a detective, as you will find out <laughs> later on. Oh, this. this sounds good. Usually come here all the time and don't have a problem, but today I called at 8 p.m., an hour before they closed, to put in a phone order. No one picked up after two attempts to call. I assume they were busy, but they weren't. They weren't busy at 8 p.m. I asked a girl who wasn't even wearing work clothes, and in regular street clothes. By default, she would be in regular street clothes. How come they didn't pick up the phone? And she responded by saying it was broken. I then asked, does the owner know that the phone is down or broken? She says she didn't know. I then proceed to order my food and after, after while she's still, or she or he, I don't know if Busy P is a man or a woman. <laughs> and after, I call the store to see if the phone is actually broken while, she, while this person's standing in there. And to my surprise, she was lying. The phone rang. Oh. The hours that this business says it's open are 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. I believe you're still getting paid to work that last hour. Please be more focused. It's constructive criticism. Yes. Please be more focused on your customers and not about leaving when you're working for another hour. Mm. And please don't lie to your customers. It makes the business that you're working and representing look extremely horrible. I hope you can learn from your mistakes and grow. And grow. So constructive feedback. Ends on a positive note. Ends on a positive. <laughs> want them to I, grow. I will say uh, I am not the youngest person on the block, and I have ordered which which innumerable times, 
they have this fancy online or app-based ordering system. Mm -hmm. You don't even have to call to learn if the phone is broken. I don't support those, actually. Mm -hmm. I do not like this. I do not like to order online. Really? Oh, my God, it's so easy, and then it's sitting on the counter when I go in. I'm a youngster. I'm a youngster myself. (laughs) Or maybe not. You're getting back to basics. (laughs) Maybe Maybe I'm I'm phasing out, but (laughs) I find it to be much more convenient to just call in because I don't have to touch buttons, just communicate, you know. risk someone not writing it down right, not right. hearing you right. Exactly. This one, you just click all the buttons. Yep. Do you want lettuce? Yes, I do. And it's ready for you when you get there. Yep. It's sitting on the counter and it says my name on it. Yep. It's not ready for you if you call it in? Well, I mean, then you're just interacting right. with other humans more. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not big into the phone. Busy, no. busy P is definitely a business owner. You think? I think the way that they coached the person up, the Be way more focused they, on your customers. they called them out, they kind of Makes the business look bad. Yeah, they, they called the phone while they were standing in the business. That's pretty bold. It's detective work, too, though. That, it that is. Very, is. Yeah. I, mean, I, I like that move. Yep. I think I'm actually going to try it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's dedication. But also, the so. phone could have been broken earlier. Maybe they just had somebody come in to fix it. If I was the employee, I would say, yeah. oh, yeah, the guy just left. He fixed it. Yeah. That's true. Well, like, okay, How about that? if I called a business and I was trying to order food and they didn't pick up, I would just pick something else to eat. Mm. That happened to me. Yes. I called in some Subway the other day. There were two Subways about a mile and a half apart from mm-hmm. one another. I needed it to be takeout. I called one. No answer, no answer, no answer. Called the other one. They picked up. Yeah. They got the business. They got the yeah. business. That's right. I think mm-hmm. Busy P could probably go over there and do some coaching. <laughs> and, and get his sandwich or her sandwich in a timely manner or bowl without having to do any detective work <laughs> or let a switch or let a switch mm-hmm. those fall apart they don't no offense to which switch but don't ever do the lettuce switch. <laughs> yeah. you won't be satisfied well they're probably using like do the bowl. romaine or something yeah they it's iceberg but it falls apart okay it's like an iceberg burrito protein style in and out burgers also always fall apart yeah, so do. i don't blame them What's the lesson here? Yeah. Have some bread. <laughs> Just have some bread. It's the vehicle. This is fast food. It's convenience food. It's what you need to get whatever's in it into your mouth. Yeah. I think uh, that takes us to our final point is American food rocks. Have, <laughs> have some bread. What's the theme of this episode? Uh, we, we rediscovered what it means to uh, get American food from barbecue <laughs> to burgers to sandwiches. But... We also appreciate and love all the other ethnic foods that we've talked about today. Um, This is the OC Eatly podcast, and um, we're going to be joining you guys, I think, at least once a week, maybe sometimes more, hopefully not less. Uh, We're going to talk about food. We're going to talk about cooking at home, um, dining out, uh, the sort. Cooking at home. Yeah. I like that theme. We used our Instant Pot over the last week. Maybe we'll talk about that next time. But uh, Instant Pot is really just like this magical device. Yeah, so I've heard. Combination of like a microwave, pressure cooker, cooker. Mm -hmm. everything all in one. Mm -hmm. You can actually sear stuff in it too. Crock-Pot, pretty wild. Okay. Uh, We have a couple books that come with it. And that's where we'll leave it this week. Before we end, any other comments, ladies? questions for our audience no go out and eat yeah yeah let us know what you guys are up to we yeah. like to explore more options and try different things enjoy your weekend uh if you have any festivals or food fairs that you're going to lobster chapino barbecue wine, wine. Ooh, wine. 
Enjoy it. Don't hold back. We'd like to thank the University of California, Irvine Division of Continuing Education for allowing us this amazing creative outlet. And if you've enjoyed listening, please consider us if you're looking for any professional development courses. We actually have a program in culinary arts coming out this year. Other topics include project management, healthcare, sports management. I think we have an agile project management Mm -hmm. program. Making sure we uh, get some even coverage here, but uh, learn more for yourself at our website. You can find more information at ce.uci.edu. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you guys next week.